What is up, Kasaku? Welcome to episode 40 of the Samurai Summit and Otaku Podcast. As always, I'm your host, Do, and to me, to me, and today with me, it's the beautiful, the handsome, Error Rhythmic. Sorry, I couldn't <laughs> think of another random, <laughs> random name. So that's why you you heard, you heard little pause because I'm like, shit, I don't know what to say. It's I wanted to fuck up your name. <laughs> I know. There's not much ways to fuck up my beautiful name. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's already an error. <laughs> exactly. Uh, Can't mess it up more um, than it is. <laughs> but I'm... Oh, shit. Too funny, man. So... How you been? Haven't even talked to you for a while, actually. I know. Well, I mean, it's been all right. No, no, just, no. just, it's been a little bit. I mean, I was catching up to all those Instagram memes you sent me. That was like barely a few days ago. But, I mean, dude, that was like from a month. Yeah, I mean, it's been hot as hell, so that's been pretty cool. But I mean, it's, no, it's been pretty hot. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, yesterday, yeah, yesterday it finally <laughs> rained. That one was pretty cool. It was supposed to rain also today, gonna... but it's pretty clear over here. It's cloudy, uh, um, but not yeah, no rain. Today is, is, yeah, it's it's cloudy. I think it might rain at night. Hopefully, kind of sucked though that it rained because it was too warm. Oh yeah, that one was weird. It was like still hot outside, but then the yeah. raindrops was cold. I'm pretty sure some people are gonna get sick from this. Yeah, uh, I went to my mom's house yesterday, and well, Friday for for us, but for you guys, it's been a few days already, and um. I didn't wear a shirt because it was hot and it was raining, mm-hmm. but it was just sprinkling, at least where I live. But once I got to my mom's house, yeah, it was a little bit rainy, a little bit heavier. Yeah. And then I got wet and then kind of started like, today I kind of started sneezing a little bit. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, God, please don't tell me I'm going to get sick. I mean, I'd, Hopefully not. How do you feel right now? Feel any, any symptoms? Feel weak? Feel good? No, just, just like my nose. But I think that's allergies, though. Mm. I don't think I'm getting sick. But you know how it feels like itchy, like yeah, you just feel like scratching it. So that's I don't like, know. Like allergies. It's a little late for allergy season. Oh, I get allergies all the time, my guy. Were you allergic? And then to... I've been like, that's the thing. I don't know. <laughs> I haven't gone check to see like you're like mm-hmm. probably I'm allergic to something that I it's always with me most of the time. Probably. Imagine like you're... lately, too, I've been getting like itchy eyes. Like, hmm. I just want to like scratch my eyes. So, maybe some type of cleaning product, or maybe something even on your clothes, or your, whatever you use to take maybe. a shower. Uh, and it's weird though, because it started when it like this week when it started getting like really hot, like they feel really dry in my eyes. Maybe that's why. Maybe. I don't know. It's it's weird. Who knows? But hey, but, this isn't the allergy podcast. This is the anime podcast. Exactly. So, on my allergies to you, nicely. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, you know, hopefully you but get yeah. better. Yeah, hopefully. Anything anime related you done? Yeah. I mean, I saw a little bit of news that I know you didn't include here that is a little bit upsetting to me. And it's regarding Uncle from Another World. I don't mm. really get why it's happening, but the whole broadcast is being restarted. So it's going to start all over again next month. You think maybe it's co- oh, because of COVID? Because I know in Japan, COVID is hitting again. I don't know. So that's why. But I mean, they're starting all over again. And it's starting again from episode one. And uh, episode eight, which was supposed to come out next week, has been delayed until like the middle of November. Uh-huh. Huh. Yeah. Maybe. But you didn't read anything else. You just 
read about it? Yeah, I just ended up seeing as I was passing by. Uh, hey, I'll probably look into it while while we're doing the podcast, and I'll give you a little bit more information. But yeah, that's a little bit of info that kind of bummed me out. Uncle from another world. The the broadcast is being restarted, unfortunately. All right. Me, I just as usual catching up with Bleach, One Piece. Um, I still, I know we did say we were gonna do the manga club. Mm-hmm. You didn't read on it on Discord, but I haven't finished reading it. Um, oh. I haven't even watched too many anime. Just before I go to work, I just watch an episode while I'm eating breakfast, mm-hmm. and I don't want to read the manga because I don't want to get the manga dirty. Mm-hmm. So that's why I just watch an episode before going. But other than that, I haven't really catch up to you and then you know school started too I yeah just been, um, it's been pretty easy so far in Japanese I just learned something new that they didn't teach me or maybe I wasn't listening during that time there's you know how you probably notice it on more on the female than the male when they talk when they speak how there's sometimes when they say a word it has like a higher pitch and then it drops or sometimes low high or starts with higher and then low like an example like ohio yeah you know it has like ohio but usually on male you really don't sound it so there are words that you have to have like a higher pitch and then it drops down like okasan is it kind of like yeah oh yeah not like, like that one san. i i do i have noticed so i'm like holy shit but there's so at least the teacher can tell us but there's not really a way to see when you have to <laughs> to higher so like how the fuck am i gonna gonna like pronounce it like mm-hmm. what do they mean a higher pitch so the way as i took it you know in spanish we have accents yeah so <laughs> an example um potato uh no like a spanish oh, yeah the spanish word uh oh uh, no i was gonna say um <laughs> an example mamo it's kind of like sucking you know yeah. mamo but kind of like, oh, mamo, it's more like saying someone else did it. Like, mamo is not meant for you. Because if you put the axe, oh, it means totally something else. Because, you know, the little yeah. higher pitch on the O. So that's kind of seen it. Because in, in Japanese, there's uh, this word, two words. I think it's ame and ame. Those both spell the same. At least with hiragana, kanji is going to be, of course, differently. But the mean one means rain and the other one means candy. Huh. Depending on how the high pitch does it's all like motherfuckers, I hate the accent scene in Spanish. <laughs> <laughs> but at least in that well, one you cool. can tell and on Japanese you can't. Yeah, and this one we could probably tell once you write it in, in, in kanji. You know, you'd be like, Oh, can kanji for rain, then it has to be ame or ame type of thing. But I kinda like you get used to it, the more you talk, you know, you just start memorizing it like in spanish too the way you talk the way you say you know the more you talk the more you read you start saying okay this is how you say it and then you know stuff like that but yeah it's been pretty cool we actually took our first quiz this past week oh how was that uh it was just it was just five questions she gave us 10 minutes to finish it and i did it probably like in 10 seconds nice 100 percent raised it then i yeah, fuck yeah. And then again, it was just a hiragana. Nice. So, which I know my hiragana by heart. <laughs> oh, was it just to show off how you're writing out your name in hiragana? Oh, no. Uh, well, we don't need to write our names on anything. Mm-hmm. And my name will actually be in kanji, which 
to be surprised, I do not know how to write my name in kanji. My last name will be in katakana because it's a foreign, it's not a Japanese name. Hmm. My first name is Japanese, so that one has to be written in kanji. But I never actually have taken the time to to write it in kanji, wow. which I should. I know, which I should, but I just got to look how, how to, I mean, I seen how it's spelled because on my Instagram, my personal Instagram, it's written in kanji and katakana. Yeah. I just gotta find out how to do the strokes, you know, which line goes first, oh, yeah, that's true. and all that. Because they actually have an order to it. You can't just make yeah. the shapes overall. And it's it's funny, Japanese people will know if you wrote the kanji or the hiragana, katakana in different order. They will know. Maybe even like if it's like... in pen. They'll still mm-hmm. notice. Mm-hmm. They they know by the stroke because I'm pretty sure they wear my toe, it's how much of a distance you put the lines because they will f- pretty much the first one that you start with will kind of mark how to set up the rest so oh. you probably do a different it might be a little bit off that's my guess mm. I-, I don't know how they could tell but yeah the teacher was telling us like yeah japanese people will know most japanese people will know um the difference like you wrote the 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 symbol how it's not supposed to so like ah Fake news. I'm gonna mm. try with her. <laughs> hey, test her out. Like I'm doing. Sure some not. of them do it right, and then other ones do it differently. Just yeah. to see if she can tell. But, but yeah, it's it's been pretty cool. The only thing I don't like when the poodles on group, all the groups I've been with, it's usually quiet. I'm the one talking, and someone else will be like, "Right, I'll do it with you." You know, cause we just have to do a conversation with each other, like a practice from the book. Mm-hmm. But once stays quiet, so we're like, "All right, who wants to start?" We're like, "Fine, I'll start." In. Someone will be like, fine, I'll do it too. And usually, us are usually doing the whole conversation, the whole practice. I'm like, yeah, I'm getting my practice. I don't care about you guys. Yeah, I guess this is the downside of online, especially when you actually have to be in a Zoom class or something where you have to talk with people. A lot of them just don't mm-hmm. like talking. Even when I took it in person, oh yeah, it was the, the full weird, I guess, at the beginning. Mm-hmm. But for me, like I said, I'm doing this for myself, not to get the degree or anything. So I'm um I'm just doing it for myself. Mm-hmm. So also on, on the quiz, people could really cheat on the quiz. Yeah, because they could just have the answers. But like I said, for me, I don't need to, and I don't want to, because the whole point of this is for me to learn Japanese. Yeah. If I cheat on the quiz, what what the fuck am I taking it? Because this one, I'm just doing it for fun, I'm not doing it for a grade. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> I don't care if I fail it, which I'm pretty sure I won't. But yeah, <laughs> we're getting a little bit well. Somewhat soundtrack is to Japanese style. <laughs> oh, that's good. Japanese anime. Yeah, I'm probably gonna try to take that one oh, next semester though. Yeah, actually, make making sure I have money aside so I could pay for it right away. Uh, just get the FAFSA. Like I said, then again, you could pay for it and then apply for FAFSA. They will refund you that money. Yeah, I'll look in. Well, you, we can talk about it afterwards. Yeah, and um, yeah, so that's pretty much what's mainly been doing some stuff like that and buy more japanese supplies nice where do you buy now more pens no it's um you know how i got a pencil so i bought this folder this binder Mm -hmm. we know how our binders they have the three ring binders yeah this one has kind of like the spiral type but just three at the top and three at the bottom and it opens up but it's kind of like the spiral notebook type that plastic is pretty cool and in the middle it's empty so when you're writing it doesn't bother you 
Yeah, that is and a then problem I, with the ones here. Yeah, and then I bought um some sheets so I could put it. So pretty much those sheets is just mainly for me to write down um the assignments, the homework, pretty much to do it. And then I ended up buying just some index cards so I could start practicing some of my vocabulary. Yeah. And then I bought this little vacuum for the eraser. You know how you erase the little particles of the eraser? So it's like a little vacuum. Yeah. It has like little brush. You just slide it in and it picks it up. Also like little staples could pick it up too. <laughs> Talk about being extra. Because <laughs> sometimes, honestly, I just go like that. And it goes more towards the desk. So it's like, fuck it. But yeah. Anyways, <laughs> let's move <laughs> on with some of the news. All right. We've... <laughs> We finally got somewhat of a release date for One Piece Film Red. Yes. And it's funny, I wasn't expecting it, but they did a little halftime performance at a football game for university, college, whatever. And it was the One Piece. And you know, on the screen, Luffy was talking in English, whatever. And then shows the logo One Piece Film Red. I mean, Film Red. <laughs> film Red, October 2022. So I'm like, all right, cool. We at least got a month already. So it's going to be next month, but we still haven't got an exact date. But at least we know it's coming tomorrow. You know, as it was going to be in October, November. Mm-hmm. I'm glad it was October because I couldn't wait until November. <laughs> I mean, I've still been pretty good about it and I've been avoiding all spoilers. I haven't really seen anything so far. Me too. But I think we're going to see something that happens in the manga that hasn't happened in the anime that we're going to see in the movie. Speaking of the manga, have you read the chapter this week? Chapter, mm-hmm. not from the official ones, but from the ones that translated yeah. early. I have not. I read it. I just saw I like have. some people posting videos about it, having like uh, some, some a little bit like of a hint within the thumbnail mm. and the title name. I've just been trying to avoid it. I don't want to read it. It's. I kind of did because I, I was too late before I noticed it. Some big uh-huh. secret has been revealed with this chapter. I don't know what it is. I don't really care what no. it is, but it's some. It's one of the bigger secrets, allegedly, based on the description of that one video that has been solved Honestly, for this week. I don't think it's a secret. I mean, I kind of, I think I know what it's talking about, but I wouldn't consider it a big secret. But if you, well, not a secret. Just okay. So this chapter, we got a question answer, another one. Okay. But then we got more questions. <laughs> hmm. Like why they're doing so maybe that's the secret they're talking about. Um But for the people that watch the anime, you know what the part when they try to disband, you know, dismiss, destroy the warlords. Mm-hmm. You know how we don't see what happened during that time, right? The last couple of chapters we saw, you know what happened with Mihawk, what happened with Buggy, right? Mm-hmm. Crocodile doesn't count because he's doing that when they were trying to, you know, get rid of the warlord system. Crocodile wasn't a warlord anymore. And then this chapter, we'll find out what happened with another of the warlords during that time when they were ra- trying to get rid of all the warlords. So after this one, we're only missing one more warlord to see what happened in that time. So it's cool that we're getting, you know, what happens when they were trying to get rid of those warlords left, which was. Law, no, Law wasn't Warlord anymore. It was Buggy, uh, Mihawk, Boa, uh, Whitebeard's son. Brown, well, supposedly son. Isn't that his uh-huh. name? Uh, 
No, it was Whitebeard. Oh, yeah, Brownbeard uh, was the other one that turned into a centaur yeah. because of Locke. Yes, never mind. Yeah, and there was a fifth one. I think. Oh, was it just for left? No, no, because it used to be Crocodile and Don Quixote. But both of them yeah. got removed. Same with Law. He, he got removed before the disband, the demolition of the... Really? Was he a warlord? Yeah. Remember, he married into, they married into a warlord. But then I think after he made an alliance with Luffy, they took away his... Uh, his title but just to be because i was talking about it because we were reading it with my brother on thursday night because i went to his place and we were you know having a beer and we were just looking at it all right cool found it so members before the dissolution draco mihawk okay kuma that was the other one kuma hancock buggy and edward weevil all right that's the junior yeah so those were the the uh the warlords during the before the dis- dissolution of the warlord the warlord system. But that was seven, that was just five. Yeah, only five were left. No, the one that got their shadow book was Crocodile, Gecko Moria, Law, and Don Flamingo. The two that resigned the their title was Jimbe and Blackbeard. Marshall. Yeah. Those two, they just quit being that. So we already saw what happened. Well, technically, we saw what happened with Kuma, Mihawk, Buggy. So the last two is Boa and Erwa Weevil. And in the last chapter, we saw one of those two, what happened during during the dissolution of the Warlords. It was a pretty good chapter. And then at the end, you ended like, why? What's going on? Like, oh, you get more questions, which was pretty cool. Yeah, question though, do you actually think that Crocodile is worth that high bounty that they placed on him? Because wasn't his like two billion or something, or was it one, one, one and something billion? Uh, his bounty, I think it's worth it. I think his is it though, because it kind of pushes so. back, or it just makes Luffy too overpowered. It because he hasn't trained; he was just in jail, and then he got out. And he made this organization, but Luffy well, at the they... time was a hundred thousand, no, a hundred. 100 million belly, Re- belly wasn't it? Re- remember, bounties is doesn't go by their power. It's by what's um, how dangerous they are to the government. True. It could be just by knowledge. So it, the bounty doesn't has nothing to do with with power. It's just how dangerous the government thinks we what you know they've been like what they've done through their life type of thing. Because hmm. I mean, think of buggy. Yeah. You know, we we found out why they gave him that title. We don't want to send spoilers for that title. Uh, which, I mean, was kind of dumb, but you kind of know how the government is thinking, what, how they give the titles to, I mean, those bounties to to those people. Okay, well, I mean, still, at least for the most part, all the people that have had over a billion belly for their bounty has a, have at least had hockey. And as far as we've been able to see from Crocodile, he does not. Mihawk, he does. Uh-huh. We've seen Mihawk fight, so you know there's more justification there. But as far as Crocodile, him having such a high bounty, yet not even being able to use any type of hockey. I'm pretty sure he he does have hockey, but remember when Draco, I mean when Mihawk was introduced first time, he didn't use hockey. No, but he was when known Draco, for his black sword, which his black sword was because of hockey. I know, but we didn't have a hockey. 
I'm pretty sure Aura later kind of was like, let's bring Hockey and then let's bring, you know, his Black Sword. Because they didn't mention, he doesn't say it was his Black Sword. They didn't say his Black Sword was Hockey. Same way when it was in Scapia, they were using Hockey, Observatory Hockey, but they call it something else. Mantra. Mm-hmm. So I'm guessing he does have Hockey, but we still haven't seen it. So I'm pretty sure Aura's going to have him Hockey. But honestly, he's strong. You saw what he did to the ships. Yeah. By himself. Because his fruit in of itself, his power is kick-ass. But just Luffy, just having a little bit of water, he was able to do that much damage to him. It kind of brings down how strong his devil yeah. fruit is. Well, yeah, it was blood. But again, it was for the plot, I'm pretty sure, you know. Yeah. That's why he didn't die. He's coming back stronger. Fair enough. That's a fair point there. Yeah, so... But I think he should be pretty high up there, honestly, Crocodile. Because I know he's planning fucking big shit behind right now that we still don't know. I'm pretty sure he's aiming something pretty pretty high. So, okay, and, okay. and he's a fucking badass looking character. Yeah, I do like that. He, especially with that fucking cigar, he is pretty badass looking. Yeah, and I'm convinced he has his arm or his hand inside that hook. He's just holding on to that oh. thing all the time. I I think so. I thought it was. I thought he had it like that too. Either that, or he actually had cut off, and his sand is was holding it. But I highly doubt it. I'm pretty sure. Unless he he his hand got cut off before he ate the devil fruit, and after he ate it, he was able to you know kind of like. Um, if you think about it, kind of like um, what's his name? Pero Pero or something like that uh, from Big Mom oh, the yeah. candy dude Peros, Peros. yeah the oldest uh-huh. son you know how he made his hand weird out of candy candy yeah but him, his is a little bit different because of the type he has a paramecia while Crocodile has a logia I mean I would assume kind of once you eat it you can just remake your body but hey that's what uh, yeah what about Kiji his leg he's the logia type and his leg is made out of ice after he lost it against like uh, you know that is fair, but I'm guessing he lost it due to hockey. I know, but I'm saying that's why he lost it before he had the devil fruit. Hmm. And maybe, because oh, yeah. we haven't really heard his backstory, maybe after like he's lost it, he ate the devil fruit, and then he recanted. He's he like, oh, shit, let me get and let me get the fucking hook attached. That, I think that would be pretty cool if he has no hand and he's using his devil fruit to hold the, ha- the fucking hook. That I think that would cool. be fucking amazing. Because if you think about it too, when he was in Impel Down, he had the hook. Yeah. Wouldn't they have taken away all his weapons? Maybe it's actually attached to him. Because, hmm. I mean, if you're in prison, they don't want to have you, you know, they don't want to leave you with a weapon. That's a very fair point. But, but then again, it's an anime. Sometimes yeah. it doesn't need to make sense. <laughs> yeah. It's just a character design. Yeah, like what happens to their clothes when they turn into Logias? Exactly. And you have to worry it's about like... that. It's like... <laughs> uh, yeah, pretty much. Um, now, moving on with some... This is no news, just a reminder. And I just put it because so I won't forget that the game Yomawari, we talked about it in the podcast before, the Lost in the Dark Deluxe Edition is coming out for the Nintendo Switch and PlayStation 4 next month. You could already pre-order a GameStop. It's $50 for the Deluxe Edition. Uh, honestly, 50 bucks for what you get? Because 50 bucks is a regular price of a Nintendo Switch game, right? No, it's 60 For a Nintendo Switch? Yeah. For a first party, oh, it's 60 bucks. 
yeah you're right so this one is less than that and you get a cd i think or an album and um can even you also get a digital soundtrack too and the art book for just a regular price i think it's pretty good we talk about it as kind of like a survivalish horrorish type of game with a cute anime style girl and we didn't mention before that we were gonna well at least i was gonna buy it for the switch so i could put my headphones on and you know feel Mm -hmm. the mood with the screen really close because it's not really a high graphic game so you don't need to buy on the ps4 to be honest yeah because those guys for that one as well right yeah and it's portable so you could just be in your room at night you know playing it so i'm excited for it I'm, i'm gonna purchase it and it comes out next month on October 25th. So towards the end of the uh, next month. So I'll be buying this this bad boy right here. Can't wait. Because I'd be wanting to play the previous games. But I don't think they got released in English. No. So I'm happy for this. Again, we did mention it on the... It was probably like, what, last year, I think, maybe? No, it wasn't that it? long ago. It was probably like a month or two ago. Because this one is still pretty fresh in my mind that we talked about it. And I'm pretty sure if anything was at the beginning... Because they said they were going to uh, release it on 2023. But I don't think we got like a day or anything. Mm. Damn it. Yeah, because if you actually go to the notes, because that's how I found it. By going to the notes, because I was like, oh, shit, I forgot about that game. And I went to the notes, and I think it was really close yeah. to the... Episode 27. Was it episode 27? Yeah. Yeah, that shit was like fucking 13 weeks ago, 14 weeks ago. Excluding the time that we didn't do a podcast. Like yeah. last week, we there didn't do go. a podcast. On May. May 25th. It's been May? Yeah. Shit, that was, was longer, May. dude. Well, it's Holy a, it's a cool month, dude. It's month five. We're in month nine. That was four months ago. Oh, shit. We're in September, huh? Yeah. <laughs> dude, I feel like we're like in July. <laughs> <laughs> no, not that much. I'm st- I still feel that Anime Expo was just recently, but it feels far off at the same time <laughs> oh yeah i was talking I about the tickets for that how much was it for off of uh, was it three four days four days four days how much was it for the whole thing i think it was like 140 oh, okay yeah because i was talking to a friend about it because comic-con mm. is coming in december i think he was saying that the mm-hmm. tickets were like 80 bucks for two days yeah because one day um one day was i think it was like 70 mm-hmm so we were like might as well buy it for the whole four days because even if you go two days you get your money back already because it was like 80 but no it was like 80 bucks so if you go two days you already get your money back even if you go for two you buy the 140 because 80 plus 80 is 160 so you still got some money back but yeah really comic-con is that cheap i think it was more expensive yeah i think it was mentioning like that and i was trying to compare it it was either 80 or 100 bucks Somewhere around that ballpark, but I was thinking that it was comparable to Anime Expo. Mm, probably around the same. Then again, Anime Expo has, has gotten more expensive too compared to previous years. Mm. For a whole year, mm-hmm. <laughs> for the whole four days, it was before it was like 110, 120. Mm. Max, it was like 120, if anything. And then for one day, it was like 50 bucks, something like that. At least from what I recall from years ago. And, uh, yeah, you're planning to go to Comic-Con or something? No, I won't be around. Uh, it's just because I remember talking to my friend about it. That's why I decided to bring oh, it up. okay. And then uh, we do have some other news. 
uh, we actually J Noble Club announced the acquisition of eight new titles. I'm a fan of J Noble. They're the ones that uh, publish my step my stepmom's daughters, my ex, my friend's little sister has it in for me. And also JK Hiro Haru is a sex worker. Oh, it was awesome. also published by them. Oh nice. So I, I'm a I'm a fan. You could say I'm a fan of uh <laughs> J Novel Club. Uh so there are seven of them. Uh one of them is called Reincarnatas and <laughs> God damn it, I just read it. <laughs> Reincarnatas and Apple. This forbidden fruit is forever unblemished. Okay. So the forbidden, just by the title itself, it's an apple, the forbidden fruit, uh, um, From you know, the Bible, Adam and Eve, it might be some, something like that. It might be good. So let me give you, I'll read you a little bit of the synopsis. <laughs> it's a it. Daisuke Furutsu gets hit by tr- a truck. God damn it, truck. Obviously, obviously. <laughs> so, only to find out his death was an accident, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> As an apology, oh, actually no, because usually when they get when they die, there's someone is waiting for them because they kind of made him. You know, it was plotted kind of for them to die and go to the other world because always get made up by a god mm-hmm. or super being from that world. You know, but this time, as an apology, God lets him draw five cards. So he was like, oh, shit, he wasn't too... <laughs> He's probably like, hey, you weren't supposed to die. I was supposed to die someone else. But here, get five cards. Okay, you were so... supposed to be home today. What were you doing outside? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so it looks like it's going to be a little bit comedy. So God lets him draw five cards of fate that are supposed to grant him superpowers in this in the next life. The first four draws are amazing. It's stuff like magic and, and infinite inventory. But everything changes when das- uh, Daisuke pulls the curse card and gets scared and gets reincarnated as an apple the series will debut later tonight oh on j novel club part one and two of volume one this article was written on september 9 2022 so not so long ago uh the next one you want to read the next one yeah so the next one that's coming in is called peddler in another world i can go back to my world whenever i want a little description of this one reads as follows. Oh, I, I, I'm sorry. Before we move on, I do want to... The, uh, the links are going to be in the sign notes as well. But just to describe the cover of the Reincarnation and Apple. Oh, yeah. You, you do see a, an apple that has a little... A red apple that has a little design, yeah. a symbol. And it reminds me of... Do you know kind of what this gives you the Bible? For me, Legend of Zelda. Yeah, the really Breath of the Wild. Oh, I was gonna say the Breath of the Wild kind of gives me that vibe. Yeah, but why? I think kind of gives. Me... Dude, you're missing out on those, my guy. Yeah, they never go on sale. Uh, oh yeah, they usually don't. <laughs> <laughs> and it kind of gives me the vibe of Sao when they go to the Elf game. Like their type of thing, kind of like that vibe. The guy on the back gives me the vibe from um, Black Clover, one of the the Eye of Midnight, whatever they're called. I don't know. Th- do you watch Black Clover by yeah. any chance? Yeah, I did. You know, okay. You're talking you about know the elf the guy, I... right? The one that copies yeah. magic? Uh, I remember his name, but he had black hair. Yeah, like a little white spot in the front. Yeah, he reminds me of that character. Yeah, that design is pretty similar. So I guess this, if you've watched it, you got a pretty good idea of how the guy looks like in this one. 
Yeah. And now we could go to the to the next one. All right. So this one is called Peddler in Another World. I can go back to my world whenever I want. Description reads as oh. follows. After quitting his job at a toxic company, Shiro Amata moves into his house with his grandmother. Fucking toxic. <laughs> uh, Shiro Amata moves into the house his grandmother left him in her will. When Shiro Amata discovers his grandmother's closet doubled as a doorway to another world, he does what any reasonable person would do. Set up a business selling useful items from Japan to the locals and becomes so rich that he never needs to get another job again. The series will <laughs> debut later tonight on J Novel Club with parts 1 and 2 of volume 1. And the, the cover of this one, as you know, your typical high school guy, you know, long hair, kind of covering his eyes, but not really, with the red, uh, what it called? What's the top part of the suit called? Uh, the little, I was going to say tux, but, but it's, like, fucking... it's like the jacket from, from a tuxedo. Yes. Yeah, yeah, fucking. I can't remember the name, but it's that, and then it has yeah, yeah. two girls, one of them being a demi-human, possibly a wolf. And they're holding pretty much a set basic Japanese items, which is, seems to be a bunch of ramen cups. And they're selling them. Not gonna lie, I'm craving one. <laughs> it's one of funny these, yeah. though. I says, oh, he does what any reasonable person will do. Set up a business selling just items from Japan to the locals. Because you know, they don't know anything about Japan because they don't yeah. know the role. <laughs> and plus, so you know, it, it's typically all like medieval. So, you know, the closest thing that they'll have that can really be used as like hot water. That's the thing that everyone will have. If not by magic, they can just get it easily. And you know what yeah. sits perfectly with that? Ramen. They don't know how it works. They just know it's a mystical item. We just put a little bit of hot water and boom, you got a delicious meal. Yeah, so it's going to be... Um, it, yeah, it, it sounds like another comedy. Now the next one up, it is... Mm. <laughs> it, it's, it looks pretty cool. It's called an introvert's hookup hiccups. Introvert. This intro, introvert, introvert. What did I say? Yeah, you said introvert. It's introvert. Intro, in, introvert hookups, hiccups. This Gyaru is head over heel heels for me. Oh. So on the cover is this beautiful girl, most likely a, it's usually a high schooler, but you know in anime they always you know exaggerate Proportions. the female body. <laughs> So when the gorgeous Nanami confesses to be the introvert Joshin, he knows it's too good to be true. How's an introverted guy supposed to keep his school dating when he knows it's all just there? Even more puzzling, despite her gaudy appearance, this supposed what's a gyaru? Also, oh, gyaru, it's a it's a very type or it's a different type of style in Japan. It's more towards the rebellious side. Because you know how they're very conservative, more towards the natural. A gyaru are the ones that wear like super short skirts, uh, the um, the stockings, so, so, heavy makeup. They like they uh, they bleach their hair, that type of okay, stuff. Okay, so it's, okay, so it's a rebel from the schools. Yeah, essentially, yeah, okay. the the rebel type girl, and also because of the way that they dress, being rebelish, they're also kind of stereotyped as being you know sluts. Got it. So this supposed this supposed Gyaru isn't actually all that good with guys. The series will debut later tonight on Genova Parts One and Two of the volume. I so far think I'm liking this one the most. It looks good, but based on her appearance, she does not look like a Gyaru at all. Uh, I think so. I think I, she does. I don't think she does. Uh, something that or another anime that would serve as reference is um my first girlfriend is a gal. Because that's kind of how the word comes from. Gyaru comes from gal, which is 
them trying to imitate girls in the United States. Uh, the thing is, just if that's a school uniform, it all depends what the school uniform is and what they're allowed to be. Yeah. Oh well, an example of what a garu would do is that they would take off like the jacket part. They would unbutton like pretty much showing a lot of their cleavage. They would dye their hair. They would have uh, some makeup on, maybe even a wig, and uh-huh. their suit, their shoes. They wouldn't wear the slippers. They would wear like these big puffy boots, that type of deal. Yeah. Well, we'll see. Well, how it goes. Well, yeah, it looks interesting. Sure. Hopefully, co- yeah. Hopefully, all. I mean, honestly, I'll be buying each one of them as long as they come on in physical, though. As long as they come out in in physical. Um. Yeah. Now, the next one. You want to read it? Yes. The next one is Making Magic, the Sweet Life of a Witch Who Knows an Infinite MP Loophole. Ooh. The reincarnated protagonist must navigate a game-like world filled with monsters and dungeons. Thankfully, she possesses creation magic, which allows her to make whatever item she pleases. Well, so long as she's got enough mana. Ah, there's always a catch, isn't there? But there's a rule. There's a loophole. And this little witch knows just a trick to expand her mana pool a bit more each day. Parts 1 and 2 of the volume will be launching later today in J Noble Club. By the way, I'll say later today, for you guys, all this is already out. Yeah. Because th- this came out, like I said, on the 9th of September. Uh, this one seems more of a generic isekai. Mm-hmm. Than the others too. The other one maybe still, but it's funny because this time he wasn't the first one, I guess. He wasn't supposed to die, but wapa, he died by trucking. The second one, it's, you know, selling fucking Japanese. I don't know, that one looks like a comedy. Same with the hookup hiccups. That one looks like a comedy as well. Yeah, this one looks a little interesting, but I don't think... It, at least it's not really catching my eye. The cover yeah, of it think, shows a witch that kind of... It looks like a pretty young lolly with black hair, dressed in black. Yeah. Like a, a blue type of overall, overall but also a dress. It, yeah, it's weird. For, she has a staff also. Yeah, for this one, for at least from the first four, I'll be skipping this one. Mm-hmm. Uh, the first three, for sure, I'm going to be reading. I'm just going to write it on my notes after this podcast. So I won't forget. Uh, the next one, The Invisible Little Lady. Invincible. Okay. Oh, that was Invisible. No, I, like, invincible. I was Invincible. I was going to say... As guys, we know what we would do with that mm-hmm. power. <laughs> but never mind. <laughs> I was getting too excited because I was going to say, like, ooh, what's she going to do with that power now? Oh, do you. the opposite and check out, guys. <laughs> you nasty pervert. All right, oh, go on. Shit. Read the description. <laughs> so, <laughs> okay, I'm kind of disappointed now. Wow. <laughs> All right, so on her deathbed, a sickly young girl wishes to be reborn with a strong body that will never succumb to anyone or anything. Lo and behold, her wish is granted. Upon reincarnating to another world as Mary Regalia, she discovered her new body was maxed out attributes. From physical strength to defense, even magic. Part 1, 2, again, volume 1, launch later today on Jane Novel Club. Uh, I don't know how I feel about this one. It feels too generic as well. Yeah. Um, for the Isekai one. I like the cover. Yeah, the cover looks interesting, but based on the plot, it's not the best one, at least not in my opinion. The cover shows also another lolly-looking girl with white hair, kind of looking a little spooked or not knowing what to do. She's on the floor, one leg raised over a little higher than the other, kind of like in... Yeah, 
She's holding something on her arm. I mean, on, on her arm, on her hand. I just can't really tell what it is. It looks it like might a be type a of handle. Right? I don't know. It looks like it might have like a taser, you know, like sass ass. <laughs> and it kind of looks like a handle to a drawer that she ended up breaking because she's too overpowered. You know and what? You're right. Fell. Yeah, I was too. Yeah, I like the cover. Not a big fan of the synopsis, though. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we'll see. Uh, maybe later on it becomes better. You never know. Yeah, uh, now the next one, dude. That one looks cool at the cover. Yes. And this one is called The Mythical Heroes of Their World Chronicles. And the description is unexpectedly summoned to the world of Alessia. Hero Oguro soon discovers that this isn't his first visit. Long ago, he was the hero King Mars, ruler of battlefields and founder of empires. Now he's back a thousand years after he left and his legacy is in peril. Can he live up to his own legend now that Alicia needs him again? Parts 1 and 2 of Volume 1 launched later today on G-Novel Club. And the cover of this one shows a character kind of looking like... Ah, damn, what was his name? Q from Seraph of the End. Okay, I was going to say he looks like that or like a character from uh, Fire Emblem for some reason. Yeah, I don't know the main character from that one, but... Yes, that, no, not the main character, but if he belongs to that genre, like oh, like you. Yeah. And then we got a girl in red hair. Type of long hair, but also some ponytails, I see. Kind of reminds me from the girl from the Testament of Sister New Devil. Yeah, this one, it, it's not going to lie. It is sounds also too generic to an isekai. But I like the way that he's been bitten that war and then he came back a thousand years mm-hmm. later. So I think that's pretty cool. Uh, I might give this one a try. And the cover looks pretty nice too. Yeah. We'll see how the story so, goes. Yeah, but so far the first three, I don't know, for some reason, they're simple, but they're grabbing my attention, dude. <laughs> it's always the comedy part. If it has something funny, especially if it's something random, it just gets to you. Mm-hmm. Now, the last two, they're actually manga. Oh. So the other one's called Campfire Cooking in Another World with my Absorbed Skill. Sui's Great Adventure. Uh, before I talk about the cover, let me... Um, oh, I was going to... I didn't want to spoil it, but it says right here, Sui, the adorable slime, another slime is guy. Uh, so far, I know three of, which is Rumuru. Uh, mm-hmm. That time I got reincarnated as a slime. Then there's another one that comes out in Hive TV or something like that, where there's like a bunch of slimes and has like a little mustache. You've probably seen it on oh, Sponsor. I don't think that one has popped up for me, actually. So no, I, That I one, that. yeah, I heard it's not that great. And hmm. then we get another one with a slime. But anyways, Sui, the adorable slime, is a star in this manga spin-off of the Light Novel series. Oh, so I guess it's a... Oh, so there's Campfire a, like, Cooking in Another World is My Absurd Skill is a series in of itself. Yeah. Huh. We join our in, uh, intrepid newborn in the middle of a great forest. It's cowardly master attempting to make his way through to the other side. Read on, read on to the experience the forest from a different perspective, spanning between mules and griffins to poison and more. But be careful. Children tend to get lost, especially in a dense and confusing woodland. Chapter 1 of Volume 1 launches later today on J Novel Club. This one, for sure, it's probably like my least favorite one. Like, it doesn't really grab my attention yeah. at all. It's cooking. It, I mean, to make a spin-off, it might be good. <laughs> I mean, probably the line was good enough for them to make a spin-off. But for me, personally, my taste, it doesn't grab my attention. Maybe if you were to read the main series and then... It would bring you back to 
this character. Could be at the character's Maybe. Uh, now for the last one. It's you called, take yeah. that one. It's called Which, Rebuild World. By the way, I love the color. I think I haven't read the synopsis, but then was gonna be a good one. Yeah, the digital art style towards it, I like it. So it's called Rebuild mm-hmm. World. Hunters brave the ruins of the long dead civilization at the behest of the corporate city states who thrive on the deterioration. Uh, what's this word? Detritus. Uh, Amidst the decay lie powerful artifacts of ancient technology, eclipsing anything that corporations can develop. Akira, the protagonist, is uneducated, underfed, and unprotected. Just another homeless kid in the sprawling slums between the walls of Kuamaya City and the deadly wastelands which surround it. Relic hunting offers his only hope of clawing his way to a better life outside the slums. Follow Akira's adventure as a desperate foray into the ruins. Uh, into the ruin threatens to end his brief life until he meets a mysterious incorporeal woman called Alpha. Chapter 1 of Volume 1 launches later today. Hmm. Uh, so I guess there's some sounds, explanations. Okay. Yeah, this one, this one sounds okay. Uh, it might be actually, once you start reading it, it might be really good. My guess is, you know how this one is just Chapter 1 of Volume 1? Yeah. Same with the other ones, Part 1, Part 2. Hopefully, depending how good it does... Once all the volumes, all the chapters for both the light novels and the mangas get released, they might probably hopefully make it into a physical. Because that's when I will buy the first three, for sure. The last one, the one that you just read, Rebuild World. And um, I'm probably going to get the Mythical Heroes, Other World Chronicles, the one that goes back a thousand years back to the same place. Yeah. So for me, those two are the ones that catch my eye. Rebuild World and Mystical Heroes on Otherworld Chronicles. Possibly also the one with uh, where he sells people ramen. Peddler in another world. But those two so far are the ones that really catch my eye. Yeah, me the one that I so far kind of looking forward to the hookup hiccups. Because he kind of gives me the bias from my stepmom's daughters, my ex, and my friend's little sister has it in for me. It gives me those type of uh, story. And I really like those. They're pretty entertaining. So I'm looking, hopefully it's exciting. But we'll, we'll see. Yeah, and that's it for Jane Novel. We didn't get nothing too crazy, nothing like the JK Hiro Haru Hiro <laughs> Haru. <laughs> you read it and you forget um, the name. Yeah, I, dude, I just read so many things that you tend to forget titles. So I think it's Haru. No, it's not Haru. Whatever, you know that one. <laughs> um, yeah. Nothing too sexual like that. Um, hopefully, they come out with something like that soon. Now, in other news, we're going to change it to some video games again, and we're going to be talking about Pokemon. Yes, I saw, I see the note, and I was kind of upset when I read it. Because I, the... I saw it also on the news when it popped up, and I'm like, God damn it, I should have waited. So, as you guys know, Pokemon released a new trailer for Pokemon Scarlet and Violet. We saw new Pokemons, but... They're releasing a Nintendo Switch. I know. Edition. Uh, you already <sighs> buy your the new one? No, I'm not gonna buy it. The older one? Oh, that that one I bought it. I already have it. I have it right here, right next to me. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I that's it why. Yeah, I bought it, and I had no idea that they were actually gonna make a, one for the Switch because you know, for a billion diamond and shining pearl, all they did was a uh, Switch Lite. Like, oh, they're probably just gonna do the same thing for uh-huh. this one, so I didn't even care. 
or didn't even think about it coming along. See, I, I was gonna tell you you should wait because it took a one. Um, they took the every game. One. Yeah, no, because every time they're taking out a, a console one, they took out the one for the Nintendo um, Sword and Shield. They mm-hmm. took out Nintendo Switch. It was the live version. Diamond and Pro. It was the live version. That one makes more sense. Why would be the live version? Because it's not a main game. You know, it was it's a remake. Yeah. Which I was surprised it didn't make the Sword and Shield on the the normal the, Switch. Yeah, the normal Switch. And I was gonna tell you, you should wait on this one to see. For some reason, they'll make it into an actual Switch. But honestly, I never like thought about it to tell you. Like I never like, well, I should like tell him to wait. But yeah, we have this now. I don't yeah. know. I might cop it. <laughs> oh, you bastard. No, I won't get it. I'm pretty happy with mine. No, I might cop it to sell it later in the future. Oh, yeah. You can end up doing that as well. <laughs> Either that or give my Switch to my kid. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, I have the first gen Switch. Like, on release day Switch. Like, the day one Nintendo Switch. Yeah. But it's still working great. So, there's not really oh, yeah, point. Of course. E- like, even the older version is not really a big upgrade. Mm-mm. But there have been rumors that maybe next year they're taking out the a new Switch model. Same with the PS5. They're taking out a new version of the PS5 next year. Yeah, I actually saw that you were posting this on the Discord. And even though I did consider it, I thought it's, you know, I don't really play it on the Switch because of performance. I already know that it's not going to be the best looking one. I just do it because into the game's the, on there are fun. In, into the bring 1080 4K on the new Switch. Pro, we're going to be like, fuck. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I don't really think so. They are pushing a lot more for the OLED. And to be honest, if you don't have a Switch and you're just starting off, you might as well just go for it. Because there's not much difference from this one and the Switch aside from just the bigger screen if you plan on playing a handheld a lot more than yeah, actually doing like a on, Yeah, like honestly, if you don't have one, might as well buy the OLED. But you could find the first Switch or the second gen Switch on um, on sale or a really, really good price. Honestly, go you could go with that one because... There's not really a big... If you could get, like, those switches for, like, less than 200 bucks, 150 go with that. Yeah. Because, honestly, paint... Because the OLED is 300 right? 350 Oh, th- yeah, 350 so, so, honestly, you're able to get the first two gens for cheaper. Go with that because it's not really too much of a difference. Uh, aside from how Rick said, aside from the big screen. But most of the time, you're going to probably be playing even in console mode. Especially when you're playing games like Mario Party, Smash, with friends. You're going to be playing on fucking yeah. console mode. It depends on the person because, I mean, so far I haven't really been playing with other people. I've just been playing mainly Mario Kart and Legends Arceus because I have to play it all over again. My save file didn't get saved. And you can only upload your save file when you have the game inside your console, which I think it's stupid. Uh, you yeah. fucked that up, boy. Well, I thought it was doing automatically, but yeah, ever since I got this one, I even got like a grip case for it. I don't know if I showed uh. it to you already. No, you haven't shown me the... Yeah, so I got the grip case oh, for right. And I've been using it a lot, just handheld. And it's pretty fun. I also got Mario Superstars. Oh, nice. Yeah. Yeah, me, nice, me when I play nice this... Because well. <laughs> I had oh, no I... idea that it was a bunch of remakes of the older ones. I thought it was a new... Because I knew that it was newer than the previous one. I don't remember what the actual uh-huh. name was. Like Mario Party... Was it 8? Oh, you're talking about the new party game, right? Yeah, the Mario Party game. Because there's a new one, Superstars, which is the remix of all the previous ones. I thought because it was newer, it was on new stuff. I was kind of no, disappointed it... at the fact that you couldn't use the Joy-Cons at all because there's no need for it. No, I told you it was just... Um... 
because uh, I had it at Toyota, just pretty much old ones remaking to new ones, which I, honestly I like because I love the old ones. And since on the previous Mario Party you couldn't use the Pro Controller, because you sometimes might need to, you know, mm-hmm. do movement with the Joy-Cons, they want you could use any controller. No. So well, I like it better. Because, like I said, Mario Party, only play with friends. Well, I mean, I have it now. So, I mean, whenever, if you have it, you can end up yeah, playing it. Yeah, we can play it. online. Yeah. yeah. Um, but going back, I always play Mario, uh, the Switch most of the times on handheld. And the screen from the first Switch, for me, is still fine. Because, like yeah. I say, it's not like it has badass graphics. No. But I will say that it is something that you notice once you go forward. It's kind of the same mm. way how I say you don't really notice a high refresh rate on your screen until you've had it for a while then you go back and you're like oh, what the hell how was i doing this because i have noticed that at least with this one since it's so much more screen i just got used to it but if i were mm-hmm. to use my brother switch that i gave him which is the one that you have as well i oh, will yeah. notice and i will see it a lot smaller yeah of course that's on on everything even on the new from even for me on new gen like for the ps5 like when I started watching, I was like, it kind of looks like the same graphic for the PS4 because mm-hmm. I'm not used to seeing the new graphics. But now, if I go back to a PS4, I'm gonna be like, now I could tell the difference. Yeah. Same with that one. But like for new users, I mean, new buyers from the Switch, since you really don't know if you wanna save some money or you wanna wait for the new, hopefully now the actual Nintendo Switch Pro for next year, then just wait. Oh yeah. Or you know, just get it really, really cheap. Honestly, to be honest. Uh, but if you really, really wanna if you're one of those people that wants to get the latest console, then go with the OLED. Like me personally, you know me, I try to get like the latest shit when it comes to technology. Mm-hmm. Even Well, now for video games console, I'm like kind of like whatever. But if it comes to like smartphones, even though it's sometimes like a big upgrade, you know me, I'm usually getting the new shit. But just trying to save some money for you peeps. Uh, moving on with more Pokemon news. They did show some new Pokemon. Yes, Which I saw called... <laughs> I saw them, and I will say that I like the at least the night Pokemon. I like the one more from Violet. Uh, I don't know which one comes on which, to be honest. Because there's the two night Pokemon, because that's where you're Pokemon, the new Mega Man Pokemon. Yeah. Th- that's the one you're talking about. So there's one that's a fire one, and another one that's a dark, and I think I remember yeah. it was ghost type. I like yeah. the design more of the ghost type. Although since yeah. I'll have the fire one, I'll just use him most of the time but i will say that i like the design of the violet one a lot more yeah the violet one looks fucking crazy everyone right away their first at least people that play Mega Man games older people we like dude that's just Mega Man right there and it looks amazing so I, i'm glad that they copy Mega Man because <laughs> they look both of them look pretty badass but i do like the dark type better so they're gonna be exclusive to each yes gen? it's exclusive to each one and it's not dark it's phantom or ghost oh because okay. it, it's attack, it actually part of the description read that it robs the life force of the Pokemon that it attacks. Oh, okay. So, there you go. Well, since Rigman is getting the crappy Violet version, we get to, you know, trade Wait. Pokemon. Wait, I mean, crappy Thank you Violet for... version. Violet one is the one you're getting. I'm getting Scarlet. Oh, shit. I mean, the Scarlet one. So you're talking trash on it. But <laughs> to be fair, I'm going to end up getting both. Because. Why? I don't really know how it's working, but look at this my, bitch, look at this bitch. my brother can use the games uh-huh. that I buy online, but I can't use the ones that he has. For the Switch? Yeah, I don't, it's probably because I used that Switch for so much time that somehow my account is still like connected to it, at, which allows him to also share the games that I, I have. So he's able to go into my account on his Switch 
download games that I have and then it still gives him permission to do it. But when I do it, I can download the games, but when I try to access them from my account, it brings a little pop-up that says this user is not allowed to purchase the game. Okay. If you want to use it, so, buy it. So, so you're going to give one to your brother then pretty much so he could use one? Well, we're going to try it out. I'm going to buy Digitally Violet. If he's able to download it and play it, I just go with that one. Oh, no. I was going to do Scarlet because I was going to try oh. That was going to be the trial first. And if it doesn't yeah. work, I'll just get the digital code for Violet and give it to him. But, okay. I mean, we already tried it with Superstars. He was able to play it no problem. So I'm pretty sure if I were to buy the uh, the one from the eShop with both, I'll be fine. So, guys, listeners, let's make a bet. He's going to give Scarlet to his brother and he's going to keep the best one for himself, which oh, no. we all know is Violet. I mean, he asked, me nah, which nah, one, nah. he asked me which one I wanted, but I said, no, nah, I already said that I'm getting Scarlet, which I nah, do like nah, the design nah. more of it. I, I do find his wheel stupid now since he doesn't use them, but I like it more. No, no, no. He's trying to make himself feel better. I'm trying to convince myself that I, that one is still a good <laughs> choice. Even though I want to... Because, of course, I want to get Violet. But you're getting Violet. Everyone else is getting Violet. And for the sake of completing the Pokédex, well, we one, have it different. Well, you have your brother. Yeah. So, what? I'm going to force him to have the one that no one wants? No, I'll just take it. Plus, anyway, there's other Pokémon which I like. Plus, I also like the uh, the Professor from Scarlet. So, that's going to sure, be sure, the main sure. reason why I'm going for it. He likes to, we all know that. But anyways. <laughs> excuses, so, excuses, excuses. <laughs> oh yeah, so going back to the name of the Mega Man Pokemon, the Fire uh-huh. one is called Armourouge, and the Phantom one is called Cerulege. I never got their names, to be honest. I saw the the trailer kind of went fast, mm-hmm. but yeah, it, it was it was good. Oh, yeah, if you go to the Pokemon... A website they actually have like pages for both of them where you can see their types their sizes and a brief description mm-hmm. so yeah now we have moving on to not so news it's not really news but this youtuber he did a um a live action trailer well more like live action cgi type of trailer because it was no real humans more mainly cgi kind of like Final Fantasy status, so it's really good. Oscapia, the arc. Dude, that trailer looks fucking amazing. Honestly, they should have hired him to do the live-action One Piece movie. Make it CGI like that one instead of what they're probably making right now. Because it was beautiful. So it was actually from a fan, or was it anything official? No, it's not official. It's a fan, but holy shit, the quality of it looks fucking amazing. Uh, So yeah, just make sure you guys... It's going to be on the sign the link... It's in comicbook.com, but you could find it on YouTube as on well. YouTube. You could probably put One Piece Skype arc live action trailer or something like that. But still, it's going to be on the side notes. It looks amazing overall. I just wanted to share it because it looks badass. I did post it on the Discord too. So if you guys are on the Discord, just check it out there. If not, join our Discord. Again, the description on the side notes. Yes. Now, this other one. It's um it looks uh it looks good but who knows? So Sword Art Online's Reki Kawahara Pen's new light novel series Demon's Crest. Kadokawa's the de- uh Dengeki Bunko Light Novel label announced on Monday that Sora Online author Reki Kawahara is penning a new light novel series titled Demon Crest with illustrations by Keon and twenty two seven character designer. Yukiko Horiguchi Shiromisakana. I 
totally butcher those names. <laughs> the first volume will ship on November 10. The story is set in a mixed reality game that combines both virtual reality and uh, AR reality. Yeah, AR. The story begins with a beta test of the new virtual reality fantasy MMO named Actual Magic or AM. Are we getting a PM version later? Ah, mm. for season two. So sixth grader Yuma marvels at this MMO born from a new technology and begins playing and clearing dungeons with his friends. Satisfied with a day of playing and eager to play more later, Yuma logs out of the game, or so he thought. After clearing a dungeon boss, it does sound a lot like SAO. Then again, it's from the same creator. Yuma's avatar is en- enveloped by a strange red light. Kind of like SAO, right? <laughs> After which Pretty he much. loses consciousness. When Yuma comes to, he awakens to a new role where the VR MMO has combined with the real role. So okay, so now the the real world we have VR MMO, it's all in one, I guess. Before he's able to fully process this the situation, Yuma encounters his beautiful classmate Sumika Watamaki, which I'm pretty sure it's gonna be either the girl with the grayish hair or the black one. Well, yeah, it, yeah. Uh, it looks like it's gonna be fun. I mean, it's gonna it gives me straight out types of SAO. Um, it does look like it's gonna be more magic than swordplay. I like the character designs. The girl with the gray hair kind of gives me the vibe. At least when she's in the other role, it gives me the vibe of Sakura from Sakura Car Captor. Like she gives me that little kind of like Jason type of thing vibe. I wonder how the show will actually do those since it's do, using way younger characters than what we're used to. You know, sixth grade, it's 12 year olds. Dude, they still look like fucking high schoolers. I don't think so because <laughs> the designs do look pretty young, especially with the one that's standing on the back, like towards yeah. the middle. He looks the youngest one. The other one, they look more like, uh, like freshmen. But once they go to the older world, they look older. Hey, if they're able to keep their avatars, but if it's anything yeah. similar to what Sword Art Online was, it's going to return them or at least show what they actually look like. Yeah. I do wonder um, how the AR capabilities are. How is that going to work? Because, you know, Sword Art Online was fully VR where it's, everything is made up but for AR, which uses elements from the real world. Yeah, so, well, they kind of kind of like the movie, though. Didn't it use for SAO one of them that use AR? I haven't seen it yet. But that I'm not they... sure, but I'm pretty sure it was Something... all fully VR. I think it was something when they had like the glasses and they're like the whole series turning to the game. It had like some type of goggles. I haven't seen that. Sounds kind of dangerous though. Yeah, I haven't seen the movie, but yeah, it's there. Yeah, we'll see how it goes. It looks pretty interesting though. Yeah, and it's from SAO, the creator of SAO. He has some pretty good, I mean, he's done a pretty good job with SAO overall. So, yeah. Now we're almost towards the last of the news. After that, just gonna be some little music recommendation, movie recommendations, what new manga we're reading, and some memories we have with anime. Nothing too crazy. Just some little quick talk because we're already about over an hour long, so we don't want to make it too long. This next one, uh, Oreme, no Oreme, Oremo, Ero Manga Sense Illustrator post new Hatsune Miku song called Mirai no Sekai. Uh, probably the translation Mirai means future future Sekai, Sekai world. means world so future world because no the, the, the part the, well the the part of no means that the next world it's attached to that one so it's future world 
but then again i don't i really don't know too much japanese but yeah i heard the song and even the the cover of it the little cover for the song it looks pretty nice uh it's a soro hatsune miku you you have her beautiful teal greenish hair with some pink on it actually and i listened to the song feels yeah right (laughs) some bubble gumish type i don't know yes uh it just it's amazing uh let me see oh the world of the future there it is it's on the article actually i didn't read the article i just went click on it and i went straight to the song and i fell in love with the song so i get the translation it's the world of future future world and same shit i guess you it's a technically it's a thing how you fucking want to translate it yeah i mean it's essentially the same sentence regardless of how you phrase it and especially with japanese it's really hard to just have a straight out translation because it would sound completely weird i'm listening to the song right now and it's quite different from other vocaloid songs that i've heard from hatsune or overall just in general it's pretty good right well i did enjoy it it gives you some Calvin Harris type of like EDM. Uh, and it's like relaxing style. too at the same time, right? Like it kind of helps yeah. you up, but it relaxes you. That's how Calvin Harris makes a song. So you ever heard of Does any it? of his? No, I haven't. One of the parodied ones is When I Met You in the Summer. All the leaves turned brown. Can't really say yes. We fell in love. You know, I kind of, but I'm pretty sure I, I moved the <laughs> lyrics there. But yeah, um, it's called Mirai no Sekai. Again, it's going to be in the description on the side notes. Make sure to put a listen. Um, it's it's a good song. And since we're talking about songs, we're going to do some musical recommendation. I do have two that I want to recommend. One of them is actually this one, Mirai uh, no Sekai. So that's why I chose two songs, just because that one was kind of given. The other one is from Ado, which is she did the soundtrack for One Piece Film Red. I uh, heard prior to, prior to that I heard some other songs. I love her voice. She has a beautiful voice. But the song I'm talking about is called Tot Musica, which is spelled T O T. I don't know what language is that. Space Musica M U S I C A. And holy shit, that song is fucking amazing. If you guys are following me on Instagram, I'll, I'll share it real. About the One Piece watch that I got from Shanks from Film Red. And the song that's playing is that one. It's just so amazing. Even at the beginning, the high pitch that she does to go with the sound with the song. It's amazing. And they have a little music video too. It's not we heard just Uta singing the song. And then I saw other people like reacting to it. Do everyone has the same reaction as me? The way she plays with the song, like it matches. Her highs, her lows, just such a beautiful song. It kind of reminds me of the song Plastic Heart, the one that comes out in the John Wick movies. It kind of gives me that vibe. It's funny, I was playing that song, and then my girl, she was like, I thought that was the, I was like, oh, how do you like this song? She was like, oh, isn't the John Wick song? I was like, no, I was like, it gives you that vibe, right? She was like, yeah. I was like, I thought the same thing, I thought it was the only one, but no, it's, the way it helps when you get to certain parts. This is just such a beautiful song. If you actually go to YouTube and listen to it, they also have kind of like the translation of the song. If you have the caption on, so it's overall, it's just a beautiful. I think it's my favorite song. Well, aside from Bing Psyche, but that's not really her song. She just did a cover on the album. This one's my favorite one. 
Todd Musica. It's my favorite one from the album by far. Do you have any music recommendation? Actually, one, and it came from me starting to binge watch Overlord. Because I know how I've been telling you that I kind of got tired from binge watching so much of oh, Bleach. Bleach. Just like I did with One Piece, where all of a sudden I had to take a break, like on the 400 episode. Well, yeah, after, yeah, after yeah. watching an anime, so like for so long, you want to watch something else, yeah. Yeah, I've been taking a break of that one. I think right now I'm like at 170. So I started watching Overlord and just. I, were, I watched the uh, opening for a little bit, but then I kind of got tired, so I just skipped it. But the ending, uh-huh. ever since the first one, it just caught me. I couldn't actually find a name for it, but uh-huh. if you just uh, YouTube it, you can find it as Overlord Ending Theme 1. So it's the first ending. Yeah, the first ending. Okay. I don't know why I just like it so much. It it starts kind of hard like with um with the female voicing, but then uh-huh. it, it just keeps on going with, with the beat, and I just like it. I don't know what's about it. I just really like that song. There was this song too. Not that because I was gonna mention usually females, Japanese female artists, they have better songs. But they were like, there was this song. I don't know if it was from um, Naruto or One Piece song that he had a guy and a girl. Ah, oh, fuck, I can't remember. But if I remember, probably after the podcast, I just posted on the Discord. But dude, it was so fucking amazing. But honestly, I thought we were gonna choose a Bleach song because Bleach only has some pretty badass opening songs and ending songs. I love the first opening song from Bleach. It just gives me back from the old when I used to be <laughs> a kid. Which we go back to that later. We are gonna talk about some of our memories we we have with anime from at least for me it's gonna be childhood and even not my childhood anymore. But yeah, those are our music recommendations. Uh. Now we're going to go with some movie ones. You want to start? Which I think you might have one. I think it might be the one yeah, I'm thinking. But. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it is the one you're thinking. So it's not out yet, but it's going to be coming to uh, Crunchyroll on, I believe, on September 21st. Jutsu Kaisen Zero. It's just an amazing movie. We went to go see it, and you know, it was pretty badass. We even talked about it a lot. But I just still think it's a very, very good anime movie to watch i was actually reading the manga as well because i decided to read jujitsu kaisen so i could catch up on it and just for the sake of comparing what the movie showed and what the manga had i actually read it and the first chapter is pretty much up to the point where rika blasts out so which one's better the movie or the manga because of the animation and the voice acting i will say that the 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 movie? movie is better but comparatively, it's pretty much one to one. All right. Uh, me, I was gonna do the pump of the cinephile, mm-hmm. but since I really recommended when I watched it, I was like, I don't want to do the same thing. So actually, I do have two movies. Okay. The only reason why I made two because one of them is not an anime, but it is a Japanese one. So I just want to give out an anime. Tokyo movie. Vice. Um, no, that's a TV <laughs> series. <laughs> so. One of them, the one is a silent voice. That's the anime one. Oh, that's a it's, good one. It's a good one. It's about a girl that she cannot hear or can she talk? She can talk either, right? She's mute is and she, deaf. No, no, she's only uh, mute. She, she's only she's, mute, right? She's deaf. She can't hear. She has a hearing problem. Well, yeah, a I mean, hearing but, impediment, but it got worse after what happens at the beginning. She can but, hear, but she can't necessarily hear herself. Yeah, but she could hear with the device a little bit. She could. It's been getting worse and worse. So uh-huh. I, but, I but she's mute for sure though. Well it comes mute. She's not mute because mute is that you can't speak at all Muteness comes I, I, from 
From... I thought she couldn't she could she couldn't speak though. No, she can speak. It's just the thing is that she can't hear. She doesn't know how words sound. She, I thought they say she was mute. Like I thought they actually mentioned that she was mute. It's been well, a while. It's it's been years since I seen the movie, so I might be wrong. It kind of goes hand in hand because if you're uh, deaf from birth, you kind of also are you're mute in but a sense. She, but she could kind of hear with the device, though, so she could make up words. You know what? Let me look this up. What's actually a mute? Well, anyways, while he's looking that up, it's it's a sad story. It pisses you off. I, well, at least it pissed me off. There's some part how like you really did that to her. Uh, I don't want to spoil it, but you see some blood. So I'm like, really? You bastard? Like, it pissed me off. I got teary. It's such a good movie. I watched it when it was in, on Netflix. I don't know if you could still watch it on Netflix. If not, it might be in Crunchyroll, maybe. Not 100% sure. So I highly recommend watching A Silent Voice. It's a good movie. Rhythmic has seen it as well. He Maybe likes right. it too. Yeah, it, it got me teary, not gonna lie. The other one is called Confessions. Uh, Rime has heard about it. He probably forgot because I talk about it. I have it. It's a good movie. It's a it's an actual life action movie. It's, it's real people. So it's about a teacher. Her husband passed away from, uh, I think he was AIDS, something like that, in STD. And she has a daughter, probably four years old or younger. I don't recall. I haven't seen her for a while. Which I try, kind of trying to look for it because I want to watch it. So she's a teacher of these middle schoolers. I don't even think they're high schoolers. They're middle schoolers. And some students kill her daughter. So she's trying to find out who did it. So that was called Confessions. And then you see point of views from different of the students. And it just pisses me off, dude. Like, it got me mad. It was like, the ending was so sweet to me. I like, yes. It was so good, though. It's not really for the final heart, to be honest, just because of the topic. Uh, some things that happens, too. It might, some people might find it too, kind of like a shocking moment. People are like, they're just middle schoolers doing this type of things. Like, the fuck? Um... They did take out, an, uh, but pretty much I think it was first a novel and then they made it into a movie. Or it might be vice versa. And I ended up buying the 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 novel in Japanese just because I just wanted to have it in my collection even though I, I don't know how to read it. They did release it in English, never bought it, but highly recommend it. Confessions is such an amazing movie. Uh, buy it. You might not be able to stream it or rent it. You might have to buy it. I did buy it on Amazon a while back, a few years ago. Uh, it's just amazing. It's one of my top movies. It's it's up there with John Wick. It's a different genre, but it's, you know, up there with John Wick. And you know I'm a big, a huge fan of John Wick movies. Uh, this one is good. This one is up there, too. We, you know, uh, Pompo the Cinephile, because that became one of my favorite movies, too. Uh, Kimi no Nawa is up there too. It's also like one of my favorite movies of all time. That's including all genres. So I can really pick one above the other one because they're all a little bit different. You know, you can't really compare them like at all. Pompo the Cinephile, you cannot compare with um, Kimi no Nawa, uh, Confessions. You know, you cannot compare them at all. Uh, that was the other 
movie I recommend. We gotta watch it too, cause you haven't seen it, right? No, I have not seen Confessions. It does. Well, the plot does seem pretty good, though. Yeah, also, like I said. Um, uh, from what looking into it, it looks like the movie is based off the novel, so the novel is the source material. So, so okay, so I was right, cause I know I did Google it. Yeah, there was a line novel. But, I mean, not a line novel, the novel. But it's been a few years since the movie came out and the novel came out, so I just can't remember uh, what came out first. I do remember, though, after I watched the movie, the novel came out in English like a year or a few months after. So I'm like, oh, you know, it's almost the same time. The movie came out before that, like way before that, but it's good. um. Now, any new mangas that you've been reading lately? Uh, I... To be honest, I don't know if I've been talking about him prior to to now during other podcasts. Because I know I mentioned Mashal, Magic and Mu- Magic and Muscles. That one I've been having a blast reading and I'm looking forward towards reading the next chapter that's coming out. Uh, by the time that we're recording this, tomorrow, Sunday, uh, by the time that everyone else is listening to this, it already came out. But I've been reading that one, uh, you know, Super Smartphone, but you know, we're reading that one together, yeah. which I'm still behind on that one. And you still haven't given Aliens Area a try, right? Yeah, I still haven't even started it. But it's the top one on my list. But to be honest, I haven't been reading a lot of different ones. Well, I guess Jujutsu Kaisen, I started rereading that one. Uh, yeah, Magic and Muscles. Uh, yeah, nothing for, for else for Rui Dragon. That one's a shame. Yeah, for but, Jujutsu Kaisen, I actually want, I want to start reading the manga. That's why I have the first three volumes. Well, aside from volumes here, but I have volume one, two, three. I haven't read it yet. I'll plan to read the manga as well. But yeah, okay. Which one? Oh yeah. By the way, in case anyone is planning on reading the manga after watching the anime, the manga picks up at chapter. I don't remember exactly if it's sixty four, sixty five. Pretty sure it's sixty five. So the anime ends with chapter sixty four, and then to pick up right after it's chapter sixty five. Okay. Yeah. I Me. Mean, I'm starting from the beginning just to see the whole thing. So which? So pretty much just Jujutsu Kaisen you've been reading? Mainly Mashal. But yeah, oh, pretty much, okay. pretty much those two. Now for me, it's this one that just came out. No, this past Sunday, meaning, well, today's Tuesday as the release of the podcast. So not this Sunday, but the previous one, which to give you a day, um, the fourth, September fourth, it just came on the Shonen Jump app. It's called Tokyo Demon Bride Story. The first chapter is fifty-five pages and actually it's pretty good it's entertaining so it's about these two characters two main characters is jinta which is the male character and manaka which is a female character the female character is actually a demon so when they were kids so it starts 10 years ago when they were kids the guy was like hey when we older like let's get married wait for me like around 10 years or so Hmm. and then 10 years later the demon she goes into tokyo where he's living at and he sees the guy, but he doesn't remember that. And then he's just, you know, you see other demons too, because I think it's going to be kind of like a fighting anime too, because mm-hmm. there's a fighting in the chapter. Um, chapter 2 already came out as the release of this podcast, so you guys should be pretty... I mean, you guys should read it, because it's the beginning. And I think Shonen Jump has the last two chapters so every manga... If you don't want to get the subscription, if I'm not mistaken, right? The last two, three chapters? Yeah, it's just three. The first three and the last three. Okay, so there you go. Um, you might as well do it. But honestly, 
just pay the one dollar and forty nine cents to get a subscription. And you could read uh Jujutsu Kaisen's in there too, right? Yeah. Yeah, you could read it there, you could read the one that he's reading too. You could read One Piece, you know. We've been you could read Mashal. You could read Kaiju yeah. number nine. Kaiju number eight. Dra- Dragon Ball Super, you know, Black Seraph Prisa. of the End. The original Dragon Ball, Naruto, Boruto. Yeah, Kaguya, Love is War, something, whatever it's called. Spy yeah, it's Family. that one there too. My Hero and Academia. Yeah, and everything for just $1.49 a month. Not yeah. a week, a month. Uh, yeah, just going on with some to the final one before the character of the week. Any memories you have with anime? Just some real quick one because we already like almost an hour and 30 minutes. Probably the first one that really got me into anime was when I first moved into Mexico. Naruto was still airing on Channel 5 over there. And actually one of the first fights that I ever saw was Rock Lee versus Gara, Which is probably oh. part of why I love it so much. That yeah. that one is one of my top fights overall. It's a yeah, good I saw fight. That. And then they were also still giving out like those little toys that you could get from the bags. The ones that you could make like into little tops and you would fight them. Oh shit. They had that in Mexico. Oh, you know, yeah, yeah, Mexico has like a bunch of little things when you buy chips or like from Bimbo or shit like that. Yeah, yeah, that was still going on time. They took that off because, you know, it was kind of promoting obesity and all that stuff. Yeah. But, yeah, they had that at the time, and I just really got into it. So that's, like, my first main memory with anime, along with the resets that they would do every now and then with Dragon Ball. Well, for me, before I knew what anime was, you know, I started with Dragon Ball, Pokemon, you know, the old 90s mangas, late 80s, yeah. I mean, anime and early 90s mangas. I mean, anime, that's what I started with. You know, in, you know as you guys know, I was born in Mexico. So in Mexico, they would usually have promotions. You know, you buy a ch- you buy a bag of chips. It comes out with something called tassel. I think right here called pucks or whatever they call little discs. Yeah, it's little plastic discs with yeah. designs of characters, either straight up from the scenes or like original designs, quote unquote. Yeah. So they have you know Pokemon stuff like that. It was amazing. Then they also had like little stickers. They would call in Spanish they call stampillas. You guys probably seen that if you go to Target, you go to the car section and you see the little album of like FIFA or something like that. You buy little packs that you get to uh, glue on the album. They had like that for Pokemon, Dragon Ball. Sometimes you could pull some like holographic ones, like some gold ones. They look freaking amazing. Still have some pretty good memories. Other memories I really like about anime is that I actually made all of my friends through anime. Because we have the same thing, you know, we all like Pokemon, made friends with Pokemon, we like anime. And actually, I wouldn't have talked to Rip, maybe though he's my cousin's cousin, <laughs> I wouldn't really want, would have talked to him because he wasn't into anime, to be honest. Because that's pretty much how our conversation started, like, are you into anime? I started this, and I started talking more and more. And yeah, so anime is what pretty much got us to talk to each <laughs> that other. That is true. It's pretty crazy how that's the whole reason why we started talking when we're actually yeah, hanging out. Because honestly, I wouldn't have talked to you. I'd be like, ah, he's just my cousin's cousin, like whatever. There's no reason for me to talk to him. We have nothing in common, you know? But yeah, that's the reason why we started doing that. Another thing that I really like brings back is when I was, you know, Bleach just came out, Nori just came out. I would get excited every weekend to, you know, get hyped. Aside from, you know, Yu Gi Oh! watching Yu Gi Oh! That shit was the shit every Saturday on Kickstarter. I mean, Kids WB or fucking 4Kids or whatever it was called back in the day. That shit was amazing. Pokemon every weekend was amazing. But one of the things when I started watching Naruto, that's when you find out more, you know, oh shit, that's that's what it's called anime, Japanese cartoons. I'm like, all right, cool. So Dragon Ball is an anime, you know, all this. I always thought there were like English cartoons from the United States that came into the 
when I was a kid, you know, we didn't have fucking internet. Like fucking, what the fuck yeah. was that? To be honest, that was one of the biggest shockers of my life that Dragon Ball and Pokemon were anime, yet Avatar: The Last Airbender wasn't. Now oh, fuck Avatar. <laughs> it's a good one. I like Avatar the first one more than Korra, but hey, that's I, my personal taste. I have seen Korra, and then another thing is. That when I was trying to get into Japanese games with Naruto, I was like, oh shit, they have this for the Nintendo DS. I want to get it. <laughs> so I would go to Play Asia. And there was this other website too where I would buy my Japanese game. And then I would wait, wait until I got the Japanese game. And then at school, I would just think about the Japanese game. I like, can't wait to play it. Because those games were fucking amazing. I got really into anime, to Naruto. And then I used to go to this store called Simple Kids. And I would buy those little figures uh, of Bleach. That you would kind of like assemble, kind of like the one you get on those mystery boxes that you get to assemble. It was on his Bankai, then I had Rinji with his Bankai too. Fucking wow. amazing, man. And I remember one time I bought a whole box of little figures. They, they wasn't too crazy, it was more simple figures, you know, just standing, maybe a post or something on Naruto. And I, I think I bought the whole box for like 20 bucks. For me, it was a lot because, you know, I was only through my savings and shit like that. Like 40 bucks, 30 bucks, some shit like that. And the reason I bought it was for me to sell it. So I went around the neighborhood knocking on doors. They wanted to buy uh, uh, the Naruto figures <laughs> as a kid because I was trying to hustle. And I went with actually my cousin's uh, husband, Juan. Uh, we went at his brother. So we were just fucking going around. We went to other neighborhoods. I saw probably like one or two of the other ones. I sold them to, to Juan and, and his brother. And my two brother, oh, my other brother, he was like, here you go. Some of my school, too, some of my friends that bought it. I was in it for like seven bucks each, so I did make a little profit. The rest, I just kept them. There was this Sabusa with his sword back, and I think he was like with his hands, like, you know, doing the jitsu. Mm-hmm. The, I wanted to get that figure so bad, but it wasn't in that box. I was like, ah, damn. So, yeah, it was a lot of good things. So, mainly, you know, friendship is what got more about waiting for games, waiting every weekend. Yeah, I gotta love anime, man. Brings people I, together. Yep, pretty much. That was to talk to this fucker right here. <laughs> sometimes. <laughs> yeah, sometimes. Just once a week. Well, just once a week, pretty much. And now we're on the last subject, which is... Character of the week. Exactly. Uh, since we're already probably an hour and a half in, uh, let's just... Who's your character of the week? Uh, my character is Albedo from Overlord. Right. She's pretty much the waifu from it. It's the chick with horns and a white dress. Oh, yeah, dude. I haven't seen Overlord. I have the first volume, actually. The first yeah, but manga. But you know who she is, right? But I know who she is. She's babe. Yes. She's probably like the main reason I want to read Overlord. And I watch it, too. Because I have I bought volume one like almost at the beginning of the year. And I still haven't read it. Ah, <laughs> oh, come on. It's really good. You should watch it. Yeah, it's on my bucket list, but I think I'm going to start watching um, Daily Life first, hmm. which we also talk about it in the podcast. But for me, it's going to be Boa Hancock from One Piece. Oh, she's a good she's a good one. She's just fucking babe, dude. The most beautiful woman in that world. Just because of the new chapter, man. Ah, oh, you bastard. She's, she's, she's babe right there. By the time this podcast comes out, I'll know what you're talking about. But for now, I just don't know. Exactly. And that was it for this week. Uh, we apologize for not releasing a week, uh, an episode last week. It was just, you know, a long weekend. We need a little break. 
it yeah. was labor day you know we were school just was starting in. too and we had other priorities yeah so but we're back again into maybe another holiday or something and don't forget to subscribe to uh my youtube channel Ritmix twitch channel it's, it's called subscribe or follow on twitch follow it would right? be follow subscription is other stuff that i don't have unlocked i don't have that many followers yeah uh, there you go uh, there you go follow him <laughs> and then follow us on social media everything's gonna be on the side notes send us email at summary summit podcast at gmail.com and anything else you want to say to the listeners before we leave read mashal magic and muscles it's everything that mob wanted to be in a new world that's pretty much been thrown into hogwarts it's really good and read one piece yes all right and that's it peace peace out